Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. A, uh, it's a very summery day today. We could get to 87, 88 degrees. A uh, chance, a slight chance of late afternoon showers or thunderstorms. Yesterday's high, 83. It will be cooling off, though, by the weekend, unfortunately. Shoot. Uh, low 60s by Friday. Yesterday we had that little bit of rain, a little downpour, which canceled uh, some sports, but not uh, our sports practice. And yesterday, we always go to Amenetti's Frosty Boy after the practice. They were closed yesterday. That's oh, okay. Wow. They were closed. So I said, I have it. And we had one of Ella's friends that we went to hometown convenience store and were treated like kings and queens. So it was fun. Yeah, they have a huge uh, penny candy selection. They do, yeah. and of course we went in there and uh, Bob, the owner, told my daughter and her friend to, hey, go get whatever you want. <laughs> so, and they did, but we had fun. So. Yeah, I was disappointed. My grandson's uh, baseball game was canceled. Yeah, it was probably for the best. <laughs> it's probably for the best. I think uh, parents and uh, coaches always count on at least one rain out through the year so I think people are starting to like get Memorial Day fever and kind of you know getting ready for this long weekend it feels like it's the first long weekend that really you're able to do more than you have in the last 14 and a half months so um, I expect it to be wild this weekend it's going to be a let loose summer I just feel it yeah for sure it's we're already almost into June and uh, you know I think people are freaking out we need to make plans or else summer's going to be over and uh, like I keep saying, if you're going to book something up north, you better get to that really quick. Yeah, I think this is, uh, summer is going to absolutely fly by. Yeah, how about all those people that uh, chose Michigan, northern Michigan, for their vacations last year from out of state? Um, even celebrities we had. I wonder how many people will return. I would expect a lot of people. So I, I, I again expect just a crazy summer up north. Yeah, especially with a lot of people still working from home. And I think that in some cases is going to be a, a permanent situation for uh, a lot of people and even some companies. Consumers Energy is not returning to the office until July 1. And yesterday, Jackson College announced they will be doing half of their classes in person this fall and half online. Uh, perhaps the most conservative approach, but uh, from day one, back in uh, March 2020, they were the first to shut down completely, and they've kind of, mm -hmm. I think they've been the leader in, in our uh, pandemic response in our community. Yeah, and um, you know, online classes in, uh, in college is, are not new. Um, they've been around for over 20 years, so um, it does make sense uh, anyways, and like we've had President Phelan on some of this some of the ways we move forward with education um, is going to be different because of what we learned during the pandemic. And I think some of the digital learning options, um, especially in, in higher ed, is, is really going to be here forever. Not in New York, though. Yesterday, um, Mayor Bill de Blasio announced that uh, kids, you're going back to school in the fall, uh, and that's your only option. There will be no online or virtual options at all for New York City public schools starting this fall. Yeah, and, and you wonder if just the uh, demographics, the amount, of, the amount of people, just financially, it's just not able to uh, take place. It's gotta be very it's difficult tough. in New York, uh, even communicating it in the uh, New York's uh, coronavirus website, uh, everything is in 10 languages. Really? Yes, including Yiddish. Really, mm -hmm. hmm. interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, we're seeing some, uh, I think, uh, some positive news uh, first out of the prisons. The uh, state yesterday afternoon uh, reported that there are only statewide 59 active cases in the uh, prison system. That's lowest since MDOC started reporting positive numbers in March of 2020. Among Jackson prisoners, we uh, have had 31, I'm sorry, we've got uh, just, uh, let's see how many, 39 new, uh, 39 statewide in Jackson, uh, just 11 new cases reported. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So um, I, I'm, I'm actually so shocked at kind of the, I'll almost call it abruptness to the way the kind of pandemic had shifted. Um, into, okay, 
we're good now. You know, things are good. So um, the speed of the vaccine, I guess, you know, you, you really need to sit back and, and look at it and look at the data and that, the time and the speed with everything. And boy, we got a lot done in about three months to get us to where we are yeah. today. Good work, everybody. Uh, keep it up and uh, continue to get vaccinated. Uh, we hit the 50% mark in Jackson County yesterday among uh, people uh, ages 12 and older, 12 and older, 50%. Wow. Yeah, uh, uh, first, va first vaccination. That's 45.2% uh, are fully vaccinated. So that's good news. We're still uh, in the uh, lower third of Michigan counties for our rate of vaccination. So uh, we've got uh, ways to go. Traverse City area, high vaccination rate. Mm -hmm. Washtenaw County, also high vaccination rate. Uh, 31 persons at Henry Ford Allegiance Health being treated for coronavirus. Yeah. Pandemic continues, but it's, it does, it does seem to be uh, improving. I wonder if there, there's not gonna be like a day where pandemic is over. I think we're gonna have this trail off. Or yeah, it'll be a slow trickle. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I don't know what you're seeing out and about, but, um, you know, it seems like you got half the people wear a mask, half not, you know, kind of following the orders, mm -hmm. you know, seems, seems to be going well. So, I mean, it's, it's encouraging. I know that uh, anyone who's planning a big summer party or wedding or things like that is very excited, you know, with um, the restrictions being lifted uh, shortly July, in July. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I was thinking about too, that means probably faster horses can happen. <laughs> so I know you've been concerned with that. Oh, I have. They actually, uh, they're on for this year. Yeah, 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 they are for sure. Yesterday, the governor um, kind of snuck in uh, one of the uh, changes that will become effective on June 1st as far as uh, restaurants. Uh, previously, the uh, order, which had been modified last Thursday, opened up capacity to uh, 50%. Unless you're a restaurant that doesn't have enough seats, then you can have 25. So if you're if you have a restaurant that can only fit 30, you can have 25 people. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well that's going to be important because as we know, uh, Northern Michigan and smaller towns. Well, we have a ton here, small restaurants. Yeah. The other thing the governor did yesterday, he said, uh, well, the table size it doesn't matter anymore. And uh, that was after, one day after uh, this picture emerged on social media of the governor uh, having uh, a group um, gathering at the Land Shark in uh, East Lansing. And it's been called a dive bar in uh, media reports, but the governor said they have a pretty good pizza. Well, I Bra Brandon and I have been there. <laughs> <laughs> and I have never had their pizza. <laughs> and uh, no, I. No, that's one of those places you wait in line to get into. Yeah, so yeah. the uh, big party table is back in Michigan June 1st. Uh, the no, no more, and, and you've encountered this, but we've been, you've gone with the family wondering if uh, two tables could be- Hoping. Hoping, but no. But now that can, you can push the tables together starting June 1st. And that's dance good. floors, dance floors will be open. Oh, wow. And let's see, uh, pool tables and, uh, uh, tilted. 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 Yeah. Two doors down, you know, and uh, Randy LeMaster had that closed since the start of the pandemic. Um, so that will be open Thursday for the first time in 14 months. And I know our staff is excited to get back down and mm -hmm. to Tilted. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. I didn't bring my iPad today. Oh, did you forget it? I uh, did. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know what time it is. So I'll look oh, at the big clock. We've got that big uh, clock should we get there. to some sports? Sure. Sure. Let's get to some sports. It's time for the Extreme Dodge scoreboard for Jackson County. We're winding down spring sports season. And uh, do you know the Selby is a week from today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll be there. Uh, baseball last night. It's a tough night for Jackson High. They lost two to Lincoln, 10-0 and 19-9. Sam Arvey had two hits in the first game and he knocked in four in the second. Napoleon, they beat Grass Lake in the first game, two to one. Grant Bradley had 16 strikeouts for Naptown. Grass Lake won the second, 10 to six. Braden Leith had finished with three hits and knocked in three runs for the Warriors who are 12 and 3. It was Holt over Western 11 6 and 6 
2-1. Michael Harrington struck out six for Western in the second. Softball, Lincoln handled Jackson 22 to zip. Napoleon, no problem with Quincy, 21-6 and 15-3. Becca Doust had four hits in the first game and four in the second game. Girls soccer last night, Michigan Center, they beat Columbia Central two to nothing. Julia Reynolds and Savannah Stewart scored goals for Michigan Center. Goalie Shea Tripp had her first shutout with 12 saves. Columbia Central goalie Coral Martin made 10 saves. Grass Lake eight, Jackson Christian two, and Northwest two, Leslie two. Over in golf, the SEC White Championship, Jackson High finished fourth with 351 behind Chelsea, Dexter, and Tecumseh. Justin Bunch shot a one under 71, and Colin Norton finished with a 73. Bunch earned medalist honors, meaning he won the event. And Norton tied for second, and that was at the Grand. The SCAA, Jackson Christian, they finished third at Sharp Park. The Royals finished with a 4-14. And that is good enough for third place. And that's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard for Jackson County. Extreme would like to thank the Jackson community for your loyalty and trust. Great oil change specials, and they will even serve you coffee, cookies, snacks while you wait. Great financing offers, including... 0% for 72 months. You'll want to think about our friends at Extreme if you are thinking about buying or selling today. Good day to buy a Jeep. Uh, beautiful uh, Michigan summer and a Jeep go hand in hand. I've always wanted one. Check out the uh, awesome photos by JTV Sports Jeff Steers online from the Ypsilanti Lincoln baseball game versus Jackson, also the softball Lincoln and Jackson, the uh, SEC golf and the uh, MCCC uh, soccer and every day uh, stories and sports and scores online at jtv.tv Andy we have a new feature starting today on the morning show let's do it it is the job of the day presented by Michigan Works Southeast and our job of the day today is from Henry Ford Allegiance Health are you passionate about providing care to patients and serving your community Henry Ford Allegiance Health works every day to provide affordable, efficient, and excellent care to each of their patients, but they can't do that alone. In order to achieve their vision of serving as their patient's trusted partner in health and leading the nation in superior care and value, they depend on dedicated, dynamic staff members like you. As you know, nurses are in great demand, but there are some great opportunities at Henry Ford Allegiance Health for registered nurse, for home care and hospice, full-time, one patient at a time, employee discounts, tuition reimbursement, affordable health care options, retirement. Uh, learn more about this career and others at henryford.com careers. Henry Ford Allegiance Health, all for you. And check out the uh, job board online at jtv.tv. It's amazing how many jobs we have available. We are ready for families to move in and make Jackson home. <laughs> yeah, plenty of uh, opportunities. Here's an opportunity, uh, win a lottery uh, ticket if you get vaccinated. Yeah, I know, I want one of those. Uh, the governor yesterday was asked, could Michigan do the lottery like Ohio and uh, Delaware and uh, Oregon? And the governor said no. No, it's... Um, We're not going to do that. It's against the law. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we have a uh, great show for you today. We are going to get things started with Zoe Lyons from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services right after this quick break. shine means to me is how God allows your passions to connect with what he does and what he's asking you to do and so for me my passion is dance and my passion is kids and it's easy to let my light shine in those things because that's what I'm passionate about and God has provided these opportunities for me to use what I love to do for his glory. 
The PICK Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Brooklyn, Lenaway, Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. PICK Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Good weather is here and the Grand River Farmer's Market is open in downtown Jackson. Shop fresh Michigan sourced food and quality products directly from local farmers and artisans every Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Fresh fruits, vegetables, sweets, crafts, and so much more. Accepting cash, credit cards, EBT, and double up food bucks. Conveniently located at the corner of Mechanic and Pearl Streets. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now is the Jackson director for the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, Zoe Lyons. Hi, Zoe. Good, good morning. How are you? Good morning. We're good. How are you? Doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, kind of exciting news uh, for you guys. You'll get to have some people back in the office and. Uh, you, for sure, we're going to be the last people to bring people back into the office. I think we are, yes, but, the state uh, of Michigan. It's got to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's exciting. I think it's a little anxiety-provoking for my staff yeah. who, I mean, we've it's been a different world for over a year. And it's funny, like, last end of last summer, people were begging me, please let us come back. And we're like, no, you can't come back. Now they're like, eh. Yeah. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting that the uh, the first day that you can come back into the office, May 24th, was also the day the state decided to um, resurface the parking lot at your building. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, well, so just to be clear, they let other people go back May 24th, but state of Michigan, we're still not going back until right. July 12th. Right. So they're probably doing, getting that All right, done before so that's July. that's fine. They have plenty of time for the <laughs> asphalt to dry. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. This month is uh, Foster Parent Appreciation Month. It is. And yeah. I know that's a big area of focus with uh, your department. Yeah. Yeah. We um, always are looking for foster parents. I, I think I say it probably mm -hmm. every time I'm here because anytime, I say it anytime I'm anywhere. Um, and it's a tough job. It's, it's a job that gets very little pay. Mm -hmm. There's a little. Um, but it's hard work and um, you know we would like to think I think people like to come into it and think you know kids will be grateful that we're giving them a place to stay and um, kids are sad when they're not with their parents and so mm -hmm. it's, it can be hard to to open your home and provide love even when um, when kids are having a hard time so um, so yeah it's a it's a great job though I'm glad you mentioned that. It's just a little pay because there's a misconception that people mm -hmm. will foster kids 
to make money. Right. And it's not a money-making... Uh, it is not a money-making venture. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is not, no. Um, we wish we could pay more, and we um, that is something we are constantly studying to be able to do. Um, I think one of the great things that has changed in the last couple of years is you know, uh, we consider relatives foster parents as well, and we um, we have a couple different types of foster parenting. So, one is relatives, and the first thing we do if we have children who need a place to stay is we ask the children and the parents, "Who are all your relatives? Mm -hmm. All of them. Give us all their names, because that would be the first best place is to you know be able to go with grandma and grandpa or aunt and uncle or even a cousin." Um, and those are, they are foster parents. They are providing care for, for our children. And in the past, they didn't get paid. Mm -hmm. It was, um, sure, they can come in and we have to feed and clothe and, you know, um, and so they got nothing. But now we can pay foster parents. Um, and so it's a lot, you know, some people would want to, but they just can't take on the extra cost, especially if you're thinking of, um, it's not, sometimes it's not just one child, mm -hmm. sometimes it's four. Yeah. We uh, have a, a friend who is, is fostering uh, a couple right now and uh, been able to watch uh, some sporting events and things like that. So it's been yeah. it's been cool to watch. Um, but it's, you know, a different, everyone's in a different situation. What are some opportunities where kids, or not opportunities, situations where kids just might find themselves in, in or needing foster care mm -hmm. just kind of out of the blue? Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes if a parent, well, we've had parents who have died mm -hmm. uh, and there's no family or right. um, uh, people here and it has to be a relative, otherwise it's going to be a licensed foster home. Um, uh, parents who've just become sick or hospitalized and again, no, there might only be one, a single parent, nobody else. Um, parents who are here and all their relatives live out of state. You know that can be complicated. So, um, so yeah, and and sometimes um, we've we've had parents who have come up to the office and said, "I can't do it anymore." Now we try to do everything we can mm -hmm. to say, "Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. We can help you. This is so important." Um, but you know, those would be some sort of the situations sure. where that can just happen out of the blue. Man, that sounds heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Is the goal of uh, a foster uh, placement to have a permanent situation? Um, well, yes and no. So the goal is always to return children back to their families. Mm -hmm. That's where they should be. That's where they're going to do best. That's where they're always going to want to be, no matter what has happened in their home. Um, so that's always the first goal. If that can't happen, then permanence is what we're looking for. And mm -hmm. so um, we have lots of foster parents who adopt, and, um, and we have lots of foster parents who just help the kids get to an adoptive home. And so, um, but that's that permanence that we're looking for. If they can't go back home, would be an adoption. That's the situation of the friends of ours. They're um, hoping to yeah. have permanent mm -hmm. uh, do, custody. Do you try and place um, foster children who you know may not be able to, may not be in a situation where they have parents to go back to with folks that are considering adoption down the line? We can't, yep. You know, all of that is something that we take into consideration. Um, sometimes we have new babies that have come into to care and their older siblings have already been adopted. Sure. And so the first thing we would wanna do is we would wanna look at where their siblings are. I can tell you, having been in this work for 30 years, one of the biggest, um, concerns that we hear from kids once they get older and, and you know even into their their 20s is you know they can understand why they were taken away from their parents um, because they lived they lived it right mm -hmm. they were abused or neglected and they understand that what they never can understand is why they couldn't stay with their brothers and sisters mm -hmm. and um, and that's the heartbreaking piece yeah. you know that's um, because we we have to do um, a really get, great job at keeping them together. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, if we have six, seven, eight siblings, it's very, very difficult. Right. It's almost impossible. But then point. we try to find foster parents who live in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Or we have um, some foster parents who are their siblings themselves, and so the kids would be cousins, um, mm -hmm. you know, if they were technically. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we have a couple generations. So mm -hmm. we have, you know, grandma and grandpa and then uh, next generation foster parents. And so those would be ways that we can keep, sort of keep those siblings together even if they can't be in the same home. That's great. 
Are there some kids that are harder to place in uh, foster homes than others? Yeah, and um, I think I've said this every time here too, but teens, older, so really we say older kids. And when, when we say older kids, typically people think of teenagers, which are, that can be very difficult. But actually, 10-year-olds um, are considered older kids hmm. in, in, in our foster care system. So once they get to be about 10 years old, they get a lot harder to find homes for. And um, it's so awful, because I, I, I hate even saying kids are hard or, um, you know, just we're talking about children. Mm -hmm. They're children. And they're children until they're 18, yeah. you know. And, um, but, it, you know, people, I think, get nervous about older kids. They're bigger. Um, they have more needs because they've lived in situations for longer um, and they need loving homes mm -hmm. just like our little guys do yeah so and do you also have LGBTQ um, kids that we have do to place we do um, and it's interesting you know I, I, I might not have known how many uh, LGBTQ kids we have if we didn't uh, we have one um, trans woman, trans girl, who mm -hmm. is uh, in foster care. And um, I just wanna make sure that we're doing everything that we can for her. And I reached out to other directors around the state to see if other people had resources or had any interest in talking about this more. Um, and it's a little difficult to get replies sure. from, from people, but I had probably 50 replies in four hours that everybody uh, has kids that are in the LGBTQ community and, um, and we all wanna do better. So we have a special group we've put together. Um, we're listening to kids already in care who are um, you know, vocal about their, um, their community and trying to just do better, but we need homes for them mm -hmm. too. Homes. You brought some um, visual aids today. I did, yeah. There you go. There you are. So this is our, um, our sort of slogan in Michigan is to raise hope and foster dreams. Um, become a foster parent and that's the 1-800 number that you can call and they will, um, you will reach a foster care navigator and that's someone who will sort of talk you through the process. Uh, and you can see that this is a, a group of teens in this picture that, um, again, we, we really need those homes for those teenage kids. And you can get all your questions answered at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And little kids. Yeah, and little kids, yep. We uh, have ways people in the community can help without the commitment of being a uh, foster parent. We'll learn more about that. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break more with Zoe Lyons after these words. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The Walk-In Clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay, stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all in Jackson County for 30 years. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors and I'm here to answer your questions. Never walk away from your McDelivery when roommates are around. Because hey, they're only human. Get a free crispy chicken sandwich with code crispy chicken on orders $15 or more. You know who opens drains, others can't? Minuteman Sewer and Drain. Sewer and Drain experts never hesitate to call. They can fix a problem before it becomes a bigger problem. And they stand by their name and guarantee their work. They open drains that others can't. MinutemanSewer.com. Northwest High School offers many dual enrollment programs where we can take college classes through JCC or even Baker College, which is a great opportunity. Other opportunities that we offer to support our students, um, we have study labs, we offer assessment retakes, after school study labs. Teachers have their own calendar of times where students can come before school or after school, so the opportunities to help students is endless here at the high school. 
Welcome back to the morning show on JTV with Zoe Lyons, the Jackson Director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. And I was having an issue with, uh, I couldn't get a driver's license appointment. Right. And a viewer made an appointment for me. <laughs> That's a miracle. Thanks, That's awesome. Bob. That's above and beyond your viewership duties. <laughs> yes, we'll have to send you some type of swag for that. That's, That's amazing. That yeah. is embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It should be. No, it's not. It's a, I think it's a... That's it's very, no, it's a very nice gesture. The same birthday. What's your birthday? June, June 27th. Oops, huh. June 27th? Yeah. Oh. I, we've been celebrating at the same time before. That's right. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go to the Secretary of State with me today? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, what time are you going? Because I'll be there at 1. Oh, really? Oh, my yes. gosh. <laughs> I was uh, near the Secretary of State office yesterday. It looked just fine. I haven't been near one in years. Yeah, it looks, it looks yeah. just fine. I did tabs at the kiosk last That's the week. best way to do Super it. Super easy. Yeah. That's in the best out. way to do it. Yeah. But this year I have to get a new, I have to be in person, oh, so yeah. I think I have a new picture. Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess I'll be all set. Are you trying to like get no, Zoe find... to like pull some strings <laughs> with the state? I, or? No, I, no, There's I've no tried. strings there are, none. there are none. I've tried. <laughs> but um, I've got to find all the paperwork that... Uh, mm. I'm sure you can find it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. you got to have a, a registered or a stamped um, birth certificate. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad it's not my problem. Oh, right, because you need the new license. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess I'll just have to uh, start working on making some documents this morning. <laughs> 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 All right, so I mentioned there are ways people um, in the community can help mm -hmm. without the commitment of becoming a foster parent. Right. What are some of the things that you, you could uh, use some help with? Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, um, all foster parents always could use a night out. Mm -hmm. So if you know somebody who is a foster parent or a relative provider, you know, offer them, you know, we'll come watch the kids while you go have some dinner and, and you can take in a movie nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. So um, so something like that. Um, sometimes respite care, so taking kids for a weekend. There, there are things that you have to do to be checked out to be able to do some of these things, mm -hmm. but you don't have to go through the entire licensing process. Um, asking them what they need, you know. Mm -hmm. um, they might have a need for, especially if they're taking in babies, they might need uh, items that, you know, new parents would be just getting rid of. Um, we, we buy cribs and beds and things like that for, for um, foster parents because you have to have a bed for every child that you take into your care. So um, especially if you're a relative, you're not prepared. And so, right. you know, reaching out and finding out how you can be of assistance. Um, and, and just, you know, having relationship with their, the kids in their home too. Like we said, being a strong, caring adult for a, a child helps them um, throughout their lifetime. So they, um, they have their parents, they have uh, foster parents or relatives, and then, you know, my friends of those people can be people that, adults that they can count on. That's what's That's important. Are there things that people can give to the department, things like maybe baseball tickets that... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those kinds of things are great. And, um, you know, we like to try to help out with birthday presents. Okay. We do. We help out at Christmas time. Um, we try to make sure every child has a few extra gifts because, you know, all of those things, again, are extra costs, mm -hmm. no matter how much love you have. Right. And so, um, so, yeah, any of those special event type things, we will find families that can use them. Um, and they don't get to do things like that yeah. all the time. So, Has there been anything that you guys have had a, a struggle trying to get due to the pandemic as far as uh, supplies or anything like that? You know, I think we've, we've had um, really good response from the community um, just in general with COVID and also um, with our, our foster parents. So we have um, some of our foster parents run a closet we also have a room in our office that's full of, um, of things that have been donated, brand new toys, that's great. clothing. We, we kind of have shied away from donated clothing because you end up with just tons of garbage bags full right. of clothing and, um, and you don't know if it's clean or yeah. whatever. And so we try to stick with new if mm -hmm. we can. So if people are you know, at Kohl's at the 80% off clearance rack, grab a few things right. and, and drop them off. Um, shoes, I think, are something that, that okay. can be used. And 
And so gift cards and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are all great, great things. Yeah. And they just, since your office isn't open mm -hmm. yet, uh, how do people connect to get the information? So we do, our, our doors are open every day, 8 to 5, and there are, um, we have a guards desk, so there are ways to get to the people mm -hmm. who are upstairs, um, and they can just say we're here with donations and somebody That's will great. come down. Nice. Um, we need to do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So what what is the current need as far as uh, number of kids uh, needing mm -hmm. foster parents? Because we've heard all throughout the pandemic, mm -hmm. it was difficult to get a handle on really what what the situation was. Right. So we um, right now we're lo really looking for homes for teenagers. Um, that's the that's the high need right now. Um, we're always going to need homes, though, because people want different age kids, and so it just depends on, on what family we're working with at the time. Well, May is Foster Parent Appreciation Month, and we are going to meet a couple foster parents after this quick break. Thanks, Zoe, for being with us today. Thank you. fans. The thrill is in the hunt. From the sleek curves of a candy red stingray to the imposing frame of a jet black GTO. There's a surprise around every corner. Downtown car shows take place May through September on the fourth Friday of every month from 5.30 to 8 p.m. There's free fun for the whole family, including contests, giveaways, live music, and more. For more information, contact the Downtown Development Authority at 517-768-6410 or jacksondda.org. Make your dreams possible with a personal loan from American One Credit Union. Through May 31st, 2021, open a personal loan and be entered to win a $500 gift card of your choice with a new winner each month. Personal loans can be used for weddings, home improvement projects, vacations, and more. Visit AmericanOneCU.org for more information and to apply today. Federally insured by the NCUA. Yes, we know, pet insurance can be a bit confusing, but it doesn't have to be. The Personal Lines team at Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, is here to help. We've flipped the script to provide the modern pet parent with clear choices and access to the latest technology, including an app that allows you to make claims, talk to a live vet 24-7, and even manage playdates. If you're interested in a quote, look up Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency at waltonpetinsurance.com. Walton Insurance Group, we're here. Breaking down is always inconvenient, and you never know when it's going to happen. From lockouts and flat tires to jump starts, Jimmy's Towing is on the job 24-7, 365. For fast response anytime, anywhere, the name to remember is Jimmy's. Save our number in a safe place, and if you're in an accident, request Jimmy's Towing. We're driven to be the best, we're Jimmy's Towing. May is Foster Parent Appreciation Month, and we are honored to be joined by two foster parents right now, Jim and Martha Buck. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So tell us a little bit about um, what it's like being foster parents. Well, um, it's, it's really great. Yeah. We love our kids. We don't have, currently have any kids right now, but we've had... Um, 18. Oh, wow. Yes. Two were not actually foster kids, but they were you know, left in our care for a little bit. Wow. Quite a while. How long ago uh, did you start uh, as a foster parent? We've been at it for 12 years. 
we started when we were 51, so it kind of gives our age away. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have kids of your own? Yes, we have three boys. So once they were uh, grown? <sighs> they were still, um, two of them were still living with us when we started, but um, you know, they're, they were adults. So, so I'm sure you uh, must have thought about fostering before you obviously yeah, you know, yeah, looked into it um, and became foster parents. Talk a little bit about the why, and then um, you've been doing it an awful long time. You must love it. We do. Um, she first got the, the bite for it, and so we started the process. And the process is very invasive. Mm -hmm. And lots of paperwork. Lots of paperwork, yeah. lots of questions that are very personal. Sure. And I got to the point, it's like, I can't do this. This is just, I have to give out too much personal information. I wasn't comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. So we stopped. She was disappointed. And then Abby and Gabby came with the girls that we started to watch sure. and then it kind of got a hold of me and I yeah. said, well, let's do this, Yeah, let's do this. Now you brought some uh, some pictures along mm -hmm. of uh, you guys and, and some of the uh, <laughs> children you've had. How, um, so how many how many kids have, what's the most amount of kids you've had at one time at the house? Two. Two. Oh, that's Two. not Two. bad. No, no, that's no, not bad. no. That's, yeah, that's Dominic. That's cool. No names. Cool. <laughs> how long does, uh, each child, uh, the length of time that you're fostering a particular child? It can be months. It can be years. almost two years. Yeah. Talk That's a little bit about um, kind of the, is this a calling for you, for yes, you guys absolutely. at this point? Talk a, a little bit is. about that, how you went from really not wanting to give out too much personal information to 12 years and fostering <laughs> over, fostering 18, 18 kids, Jim. Um, well, we felt that the Lord was leading us to do this. And, you know, once I got over the fact that I have to give out all this information and I, they really go through you. You're fingerprinted, you're, your background checked. You're like a, you know, it's like a school teacher. Sure, right? sure. And then once we started getting kids, we had our first two, and then we, we had them for, for two years. Yeah. And then they left, and when they left, it was... That's our granddaughter on the left with one of our little foster boys. Awesome. And uh, once they, they, those two left, it was that yeah, we were done. We, yeah. we have to have more kids. Yeah. So you, uh, you've kind of created... Um, Quite the large family. Yes, yes, we Talk have. Talk a little bit about uh, you know keeping it, obviously keeping in touch with a lot of the foster uh, foster kids you've had and growing up okay. and, and kind of moving on. Um, we try and stay in touch as much as we can. The first two um, that we had, we we had no contact with after they left us. But um, usually you have contact, and um, the families that have adopted um, since then have been very kind to us and let us, you know, into their family. You know, you become like a large family. Yeah. And, you know, even even the biological relatives, you know, you still have some contact with mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, my granddaughter loved Dominic, or loved um, the little boy she was, yeah. she was with. And she would go around after he left and look and just make sure he was gone. She knew it in her head that he was gone, but she was just making sure. Yeah. So. What did your boys think um, when they were still in the home? Your teenage boys, I oh, would assume. They were fine with it. Yeah. They were absolutely fine. Matter of fact, our oldest one, he was out of the house, and he wrote us a personal letter, handwritten personal letter, and said that he was proud of what we had done and he had wished that we had done this when yeah. he was in the home. That's, that's cool. We have uh, Zoe on quite a bit, and she's always talking about the need for foster parents. Um, what should people expect? I mean, what are, I'm sure you've talked to potential foster parents over the, over the years. Yeah. What, are, what are the questions you get? But, uh, you know, and then what, what would you say to people that are considering it? It's a, it's a big time commitment. Mm -hmm. You know, you may have them up to two years. Um, it's, it's, 
it's a lot of commitment. Doctors you know, you, you have to you have to um, give up part of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, go in some places, um, but it's the benefits way outweigh, you know, anything that you. It's it's like your own kids. Yeah. Yeah, you do your doctor's appointments, your dentist appointments, you take them here, you take them there, you take them to school, you pick them up. Yeah. It's just like your own kids. If you don't love them like your own kids, I, I would suggest you don't do this. Yeah, that's great advice there. It's got to be hard, though, when it comes time to uh, for the child to move on into a permanent situation. It's You've formed a, you know, a loving connection yeah. with these that's, kids. That's... That's what we hear. That's what we hear most of all. We don't know how you do it. Well, we do it because we were led to do it, and we know going in that this is what's going to happen. I mean, it doesn't make your heart doesn't break because you don't want to see us when the child leaves. Mm -hmm. It's it's yeah. we cry like little babies. Well, it's awful. It. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, have you stayed in touch with the kids that have uh, gone to, through college and into the work world? Are you? Uh, we haven't had kids that old. Okay. Yeah. Except for the first two, Abby and Gabby. Yeah, um, we went to their graduation and we hadn't seen them in, you know, maybe ten years. Ten years. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. They Somehow invited they, us to their yeah. graduation. Yeah, that's great. That was that's that was cool. a nice reunion. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Have there um, been kids that have been able to look back and say, "Wow, uh, you folks uh, made the difference." Uh, in my life, and what kind of response do you get from the kids after they've uh, grown up a little bit more? We haven't had kids that have been of age to do that sure. yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, the little boy in the picture with my granddaughter with, is 12. Yeah. And, you know, he still loves us, still wants to talk to us, but I mean, he wouldn't say, you know, it's great because he's just <laughs> yeah. too young for that, and he's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> You've had kids come from trauma, obviously. Yes, they've yeah. all come from trauma. Right. They've yeah. all come from trauma. Yeah. We so. had, we've had one of the little girls that was on a picture there. We got her when she was two and a half. And we were the fifth foster home that she was in at two and a half. Wow, wow. that's devastating. She was an absolute mess. Hmm. She was, can't tell you how rough it was with her. Boy, she's grown up, and her mom and dad are doing a wonderful job with her. It's just, just makes your heart just sing. There have been times where you said, oh, my gosh, where did we get ourselves Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. yeah. Absolutely. We'll look at each other and say, what have we done now? Yeah. Can, can we Absolute, handle this? Can we handle this? Yeah. Well, you guys must have an awfully uh, strong marriage to be able to, to do this. <laughs> 42 years. <laughs> 42 years. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys are awesome. I, can't, I uh, can't tell you how lucky we are to have people like you in our community. No, we feel, we feel blessed. That's, I tell everybody those, we need those kids as much as they need us. Yeah. Really. And I'm not just saying that. I really believe that. Well, I think it might have you know, contributed to keeping you young looking. Because when you <laughs> gave, gave away your age, I thought, oh, you're not that old. Yeah, but. well, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> well, if somebody is interested in becoming uh, a foster parent, here's a great example of a family that uh, really is amazing. And as Andy said, it's great. We have uh, families like you here in our community. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We've met a lot of night good people through this. A lot of good people. Yeah. Thanks for coming in today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you both. Glad to be here. That was so nice. right now there's no, you've got no. No, but we're. With COVID, there's not been that many people sure. that have, you know, that it's, are reporting, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's what we think is going on. There's yeah. Not a lot of reporting going on. Yeah. We've, been, we've been praying for another child or two or whatever, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's not happening. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, good luck with uh, your next uh, assignment. And yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> good to see you. Thanks so much. Thanks, oh, you're Thank welcome. you. You're welcome. Two uh, great uh, examples of uh, foster parents that uh, we appreciate during Foster Parent Appreciation Month. The uh, couple, Jim and Martha Buck. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Stay tuned. We'll uh, wrap up the morning show in a moment or two.
Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Brookville, Lenaway, and Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. De-stress with art at Kate's Art School in Brooklyn. Classes are for beginners and offer extensions for more advanced students as needed. Learning opportunities include drawing, painting, mixed media, sculpture, and ceramics. Go to katesartschool.com to find the perfect class for you. Almost 17 years at the old plant. Never thought I'd see the day when we shut her down. But we're going coal-free. I stayed on for two years to monitor the air quality. I'm still with the company, and we're still keeping the air clean. This is what it's all about. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. Why is Recruit Specialized Staffing the right choice for you? At Recruit, we have great benefits that we offer from day one, plus great referral bonuses. We have an easy application process that is offered in person or remotely. So apply online today at RecruitSpecialized.com or in person at 1030 Lawrence Avenue in Jackson or call 795-2515 for more information. That number again is 795-2515. At Recruit, we work for you. Recruit Specialized Staffing, an equal opportunity employer. For one elite team making the impossible possible. All for one innovative plan built for one cancer fighter, you. All for one goal, rising above your cancer. At the Henry Ford Cancer Institute, we're in this fight together. And at our global destination, we'll take care to the next level. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Hey, I wanted to ask you, do you ever have maintenance tasks around the home that you are just <laughs> too busy for or can't find the time? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, have, I have the answer for you. I want to tell you about a company called Homesteady, and here's what they do. They come to your home, check everything, all of your home maintenance items, and guess what? They fix them too because you can't. Need a screen repaired or did you buy shelves from Sweden that you need put together? <laughs> You'll want to call Homesteady because they can take care of all of your home maintenance issues and they are now here in Jackson and locally owned. 183-FIX-MY-HOME or visit homesteadyrepair.com. And who doesn't have a list of home maintenance <laughs> repairs they'll put together ikea furniture yeah <laughs> i asked him i said will you because i'm saying it they will they'll put together the ikea furniture for you now it might cost you a little bit yeah but they'll put it together for you so. i know you're always interested in uh, new products and here's a new product from duncan uh formerly known as duncan donuts uh duncan paint oh i like that yes if you are a true fan of uh duncan now you can have their signature pink and orange hues in your homes huh. the uh, half gallon cans of paint are being sold online noah <laughs> noah noah's gotta that? buy it all man that's okay. awesome wow how about that hey um you hear about a a rod and j-lo what about him i don't know but you hear a rod's wearing makeup now is he really well he huh. is he has posted uh and some instagram uh photos where he is uh, wearing makeup. Looks like um, a lipstick. One too. of him is just posing with a beaming smile. He well, is partnered with the company. This is a blur stick. He's partnered with the company Hims, a wellness brand that gives men affordable access to hair, vitamins, mental health, skin products, and more. The concealer, which he worked with the brand to create, I hate that term where then they're like celebrities, they worked with the brand to create. No, know? they didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't go in there and 
no. test a bunch of hues on your skin. They cash the check. As Noah Baker said to me last night, Mickey Mantle ain't never wear no makeup. <laughs> well, he might have. We don't know. Oh, he probably had some left over on his clothes from all the stuff the night he was before. Doing. Yeah, yeah, but he probably <laughs> never wore it himself. So. Well, as uh, stores are uh, reopening, uh, for the first time ever, Google is opening a retail store in uh, New York, oh. in Chelsea. Uh, it's their first physical retail Google store. And that begs the question, what do they sell? I don't know. <laughs> do you go in? Uh, yeah, can you tell me how to get home? Oh, my God. Uh, do you know if there's a good place <laughs> to grab a coffee around here? Can you tell me, how, how tall is actor Paul Rudd? What happens when you eat needles? How do I know if I'm pregnant? When I, I do you know. get a fourth <laughs> stimulus check? What, did they sell, what would they sell at the Google store? Information? I don't know. Probably phones. Don't they make a phone? Oh, the phone. They make a phone? They make do a they phone. still make a phone? I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways, so. Oh, yeah, the Google oh, Home. The home. But those, Alexa? Is Alexa no, part of don't. Google? I don't know. No. Um, the first lady, Jill Biden, is scheduled to uh, visit Grand Rapids today. Did you know that? Jill Bi Dr. Jill Biden? Dr. Jill Biden. Did you know that? She'll be in Grand Rapids today. That's all, that's all the information I have on that. <laughs> Where's she going? She will be Grand Rapids Community College. Hmm. How about that? To highlight the partnerships with uh, retail pharmacies and the vaccine. Oh. So, Dr. Jill here today. Nice. So... Uh, last night, uh, yesterday, CBS announced Stephen Colbert is welcoming back a live audience of 400 vaccinated people starting in three weeks. So That's after uh, a year and a half of uh, no audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater, Stephen mm. Colbert, the first late night host to welcome back a uh, full audience. That's great. And uh, in fact, Mayor de Blasio is uh, taking credit for that. Well, I'm sure he is. He's mm -hmm. quite the mayor. Yeah. Um, I've been watching the NBA playoffs, and now that these arenas are starting to get filled up, it's giving me that itch I need to get back. As you know, I like to attend sporting events mm -hmm. more than almost anything, so um, made me want to get back into those games. So it's it cool to see some fans going. So things are things are getting back to normal here. Yeah, so. in fact, Michigan, you can go to the Lug Nuts, uh, you can go to the Tigers. You yeah, can go, yep. you can do everything. Who's on uh, tomorrow's show? Tomorrow we'll have Matt Budd from the Jackson County Health Department, Craig Hatch from, the, from Experience Jackson, and Rick Brenner, president at Michigan International. Today, Monica Pierce, Jay High Principal, Selena Taylor, Matt Aubin, Jason Wright, and Steve Tucker. Thank you for joining us today on The Morning Show. We'll see you this afternoon and tomorrow.